I'm Jeannie from Tyrion's Landing, a podcast member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the one you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other podcasts at GunnaGeekNetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. So the swinging microphone arm is great, but uh, when I'm actually right up on the mic where I'm supposed to be, I have to sit a foot away from my desk because it can't just, like, it's not a vertical. Do you see what I'm saying? No. It's not a vertical. You see what I'm saying? Oh, oh, it's like orthogonal. Oh, my God, I love that word. Um, I have to eat these four pretzel bites? Orthogonal adjacency. Doesn't that just get you hard? Wow, actually, yeah. Yeah, isn't that a fantastic phrase? Yeah. Arr, what does any of it mean? Uh, it, it means side to side instead of diagonal. No, let's start with hard. What does hard mean? It's not not soft. Ah! <laughs> you can't define a word with another word, silly goose f***er. <laughs> silly goose f***er. <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of podcast Guilty is charged. Yeah, guilty is... is... Uh, uh, You're gonna say it. Uh, nope. Hey, this is episode 108, 9? You, I feel like you titled the last episode that I did incorrectly. I think you titled it 108. And I feel like we had already done episode 108. There's only one way to find out, and it's by going to unqualifiedgamers.com, where you can find our latest podcast uh, via Google Play Store, iTunes Store, or the Unqualified Gamers app for Google Play. And you can also learn about how we sell t-shirts with our logo and other things that are happening. So, uh, You mean you can buy t-shirts or can they actually sell them you can as well? buy t-shirts. Oh, we can sell we them. We sell, you buy. You can also find articles, videos, and hilarious Castlevania Symphony of the Night memes that I photoshopped uh, over a year ago, which uh, some Facebook uh, video game Facebook page like Gamenesia or something, shared, and it got 4,000 likes. And then someone photo-commented with another one of the Photoshop memes that I created, and that got 500 likes. So that is over 5,500 likes that went to me that I almost never saw. Um, I th- well, if you multiply those two numbers together, it's more it's more like 2 million likes that you missed out yeah. on. Yeah. For, yeah, because like if you you like multiplication um, of threads and comments of of likes, like that's how many it actually yeah. is. Well, oh, anyway, so what I was saying was that uh, by going to that website unqualifiedgamers.com dot com, where you can find out all about us, check out our YouTube channel, and things like that, uh, I confirmed Jonathan that we are indeed now on episode one hundred nine. So, listener, you are currently listening to episode 109. It's being spoken by Cody Goff, who is me, and... And Jonathan Martin, who is not you. That is correct. So here we are, around another episode, uh, where we talk about video games and only video games and nothing but video games. We've always done for the past 108 episodes. Um... 
Yeah, but I think we should do things a little differently this time. We should, you know, maybe people want to know about us a little bit and they might want to hear about our weekends. Yeah, I, you know, it's funny you should, yeah. you should mention that because I don't remember mine. But why don't, maybe if you talk about yours, it'll jog my memory. Uh, yeah, so you have not been on the show for a while. You've been like really, really busy with like. Like, I mean, last week was me, and then the week before that was neither of us, because we took a week off, and it was just like, you haven't been around forever. Uh, this weekend, I turned 30. You That's what? That's what I did. I turned, I turned the dial 30 clicks. I thought you were 49. I, I have lived on this earth. The earth has has uh, completed its... its uh, orbit around the sun 30 times that's like half of the earth's life since i've been on the earth wait what's half of the earth's life my life is like half of the life that's ever existed on earth oh right because earth is 60 years old i mean the, the math in my head was different but yeah that's what i said earth is earth is like at least 60 years old like okay great cool that's the conclusion i came to well how was that for you what did you do other than not text me back jerk uh you you just said old like you i didn't i didn't even know how to respond to that i said the word Uh, old when you my my 30th birthday you texted me and said god you're so old it's like the same i know and mine was just more succinct Okay, so my birthday was good. Uh, my wife planned um, a day out. We went to we went to lunch together, and we then we went to a Star Trek exhibit thing that was in town. It had a bunch of the um, paraphernalia from all of the series, including like a like the ship that they used in Nemesis that that Scorpion ship thing that the main bad guy uses to destroy the internet or, or the internet the enterprise to to damage the enterprise at like the start of the movie um and then it had a bunch of the of the actual props that were used in the show like various tricorders from different series various uh communicator badges from different series it had a whole timeline of the show um a lot of the uh actual um costumes that people wore like uh one of Data's uniforms, one of Jean-Luc Picard's uniforms, all that kind of stuff. Um, some great information on Scott Bakula, and probably the best of all of the Star Trek series uh, was in there. Actually, it's kind of funny, but Star Trek Enterprise, of the entire exhibit, got like one panel. It got like one panel talking about it. So I think even, and this was like, you know, a an actual, who owns Star Trek Paramount? Yes, this was like a CBS this Paramount. was like a Paramount this was like a Paramount like sanctioned exhibit. I mean, this was like a legit exhibit that travels across the country, and even they have kind of disowned the the Enterprise uh, series, the most recent Star Trek series. So that was kind of nice to see. Uh, although the theme song from Enterprise played twice uh, on the background speakers in the exhibit while we were in there, so that was kind of funny. That is awesome over, and pleases me immensely. It was horrible because it's a horrible theme song. So uh, that was we. So we did that, and then we uh, we went and we played. Um, have you played the card game Bang? Yeah. 
it's a really accessible card game um, that a lot of people probably haven't played, but it's basically like a high we- a high noon Wild West card game. Um, we played that. It was it was uh, Casey and I, and then one of our our friends who's a couple, Nick and Kristen. You know them. Um, we we played that only we got a variant of it that is uh, Walking Dead related, but it's it's bang just with like Walking Dead characters. Are you a fan of Walking Dead? No, but it was like a, it was an on sale version of the game. I mean, it was the it was the exact same game just on sale. So uh, we got that and we played that, and then we went out to dinner, and uh, it was like seventy five degrees, and we sat on a patio for like three hours, and we went to this place that had. 95 or 100 beers on tap or something like that and just i got to drink a ton of different kinds of beer and it was really fun and then we stayed the night in a hotel and my uh, my mother-in-law watched the boy so we didn't have to worry about him and then in the morning we got up and i got these ridiculously amazing pancakes at this restaurant that i'd never been to and that was it that was my 30th birthday it was awesome sounds like a nice full couple so you took the next day off oh it was sunday my bir- my, I mean, we celebrated my birthday on a Saturday, and then oh, okay, and then like on my actual birthday, the celebration was basically over. It sounds very domestic. It was very. I mean, I am domestic, so that like makes sense. Like you I sound really am, like a and, married man. I'm why well, so I I am a married man. So you sound it was, like a I, married father. I am I am that as well. So I'm a married man father. I'm a married like man orc. father. I, so I'm a mar- yeah no I'm not that though it, well you uh, might be not- you don't know you don't know till you check or get it checked spay and neuter your pets kids um so yeah that was my that, like, that was my birthday weekend and like we you know we did the pancake thing and then we went to church and then we uh on Monday we actually like did a family dinner with my mother-in-law and then my my brother and sister-in-law um and you want to know how old I am? Here's how old I am. The the crisp or the the birthday present that I wanted and that I received were they were gardening tools. I got a spreader which spreads uh, seed and fertilizer. Oh, I was gonna say I got, I got a spreader, but mine came from a sex shop. I think it's different than the one you're talking about. I suppose mine could do that, uh, but it's quite large. It's quite large. Uh, and then I got some some gardening tools for weeding. I mean, that is how old I am. I'm I'm getting gardening tools, and I'm like they're the things that I asked for, and I'm excited about. I'm excited to fertilize my lawn. Yeah, I mean, you've it's. I mean, you've really you've been lame for years. This goes back to like high school. It's kind of it's kind of pathetic. Like it's kind of pathetic. I'll be honest. It's kind of pathetic. And so I've never I like I never had like a green thumb growing up. It's not like I was. Because I, I played a ton of video games. I was indoors all the time. That's like all I did. Um, but one of my one of my my grandfathers was huge into gardening, and it's not like he taught me anything. And I and really before I uh, developed any kind of interest in it, um, he had already passed away. But I think there's just I think there's some genetic component to it because like in the past couple of years I have just had this incredible desire and and there's just like a there's just like a it just brings me to this other place like when i'm out in the yard doing yard work i don't know like i can't i can't explain it and i think for my grandpa it was like the same thing because it's kind of the way that i feel when i'm out there now 
It's like a total zen-like experience. Like I can spend hours out there weeding and doing other crap and planting stuff. Like it's really fun for me. So um, I just like noticed that over the past couple of years, I'm just like that I'm developing into that. So that's kind of cool. Why um, are you not Why growing go- Marlboros in your garden? Because that's a brand of cigarette. No. Nope. Are you talking about? Are you talking about uh, the thing that uses bad breath? Yes. Yes. Why don't you plant one and then use it to defend your home? So that is a perfect segue that I'm going to point out. Uh, Segways are way better when pointed out. Like way right. better. So that's a perfect segue that I'm going to point out because uh, I killed a lot of Marlboros in the two games. Uh, well, actually, I've, I've played multiple. I played more than two games, but um, you know, last week I gave you an update on my Final Fantasy, uh, my Final Fantasy project that I'm working on of playing through all of the games again, right? Um, and so I planned on doing that again. And Marlboros feature not largely, but they definitely feature in uh, in the Final Fantasy franchise. But we need to talk about your weekend first. So really, it wasn't that good of a segue. Well, it would have been had you. I just figured you were going to disregard my entire weekend, which would not surprise me, frankly, at all. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that to you. I need. I need some time to not pay attention to you, so I can pay attention to something else. And the only way to do that is to have you talk and me not listen. Oh, that's fair. Okay. So, um, I haven't been like really doing anything on weekends, quite frankly, for the last couple of weeks, uh, other than just hanging out. Hang on. That's quite quiet, isn't it? Uh, other than hanging out uh, with with my girl and uh, nothing like super out of the ordinary. But last week, the reason I couldn't record was because last week uh, there was this crazy thing with work. It was basically they had some global meeting of everyone in the universe uh, converging in Chicago, including like my boss and her boss and, and his boss and the boss's boss and like the head of the whole company. So like it was this big thing and they had all these big board meetings and things. So that meant there was a lot of social activity involved. So basically every night after work, I ended up hanging out with coworkers and like networking until uh, late. I drank every night last week. Which I, and I'm not a big drinker anymore now that I don't have any college student friends to you know, they're not going to high school parties, is what you're saying, right? Because they all graduated and went and went away from high school parties. So, um, yeah, uh, so that is, so I don't drink much anymore, except for that last week that happened, and it was just crazy. So I was just like, "Dude, John, do your own episode," and he did, and it was good, and you should watch it because it's actually a funny story about Diablo three, which I know nothing about, but was still highly entertained. It was quite frankly better than most of our podcasts, I think uh, one might say. You know, you should know a lot about that game because if you listen to anything that I ever said when I talked about that game three or four times, you should like I talked a lot about that game. Very right. So I know nothing about Diablo three. Yeah, that sounds based on right. what I've heard John say about the game. I know literally nothing about it. However, I do know about another Blizzard game called Hearthstone. That's what I like to call a seamless transition, Jonathan. How do you feel about that seamless transition that are was we so gonna, seamless? Are we going to talk about Hearthstone? Because no. 
I have some things to say about, I don't actually have a lot to say about Hearthstone, because I've already said a ton about Hearthstone, but this is actually, I'll be honest, it's really fun for me that you have, that you have finally uh, explored this game, because my, you know, remembrance of you in the collectible card game scene was you were actually more into real collectible card games than I ever was, like actually holding the physical cards in your hand. And like, the world has changed from when we were in school, and the internet is a thing now, and it's a big thing, and digital goods are a big thing. So like, when I originally talked about Hearthstone, I said, this is like the logical extension of the collectible card game. And I think that I have not found a game that has done it better than Blizzard's Hearthstone. And so that's when wait, when I, I remember talking about it, I was like, dude, like this is your game. Like this is a game for you. It really is. So I was very excited when it came out on phones because you didn't have, it originally had come out on iPad and you didn't have one of those because you've always owned Android devices. And it, and then it came out on phones, including Android phones. And I was like, dude, you, you have to get this now. Like you have to try this. And you had already tooled around with it a little bit on the computer, right? Like off and on. Yeah, I, I played on the computer uh, enough to know the game somewhat well. I unlocked a couple characters, all their cards. So I played it a fair amount. Right, but once the game has transitioned now to a mobile game for you, what do you think about it as a mobile game? Oh, I play it every day. It's easily the best mobile game that there is. And I, yeah, I don't for, think for there's, you, right? I don't think there's any argument to be made about that. Unless you're like very casual and you like Angry Birds, or you're addicted to crack and you play uh crack, what is it? Pipe. Crack pipe. Uh, which is not game? which is not a phone game. Crack pipe is not a phone game. Oh, crack, crack, crack crush saga. We crush up crack. Crack pipe will ruin your life. Crack is pipe it? saga. Crack crap. Crack pipes crush saga. Crack pipe. Crack crap. You can't say that crap. word. Mm-hmm. Crap. <laughs> you can't say that word. Yeah. So, so you. So are you like playing? A, you have a train ride, right? Yeah, my uh, train commute is currently 40 minutes, although that will change when I move into my new place uh, literally next Friday. Okay. Um, but at, at present, I've got about a 40-minute commute on the train, and that is enough for two to three games of Hearthstone. That's true. So I play two to three games of Hearthstone every morning, and then three to four on the way home, since my commute is slightly longer because I have to transfer northbound. Doesn't matter. Uh, so I play, uh, yeah, five or six maybe, or sometimes more games of Hearthstone a day. Like, I, I went out to eat during my lunch break the other day, and uh, I was supposed to meet somebody, and uh, we had a miscommunication, and they got tied up, so we she didn't end up meeting up. But um, I, so I ended up just being at this, like, little, uh, um, just this little Mexican joint up the corner, really good food, uh, and... And we were just kind of chilling. And I was like, well, I don't want to just get this to go and go back to work. I'm just going to sit here. And I just sat there eating and playing Hearthstone. And I played like four games. And I was just like, I just took like an hour lunch break from work and played Hearthstone for 40 minutes. I have 100% done that as well. Now, I I get a set lunch, but I have absolutely gone on my lunch break and played a game or two of Hearthstone on my lunch break. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is a game. Like, it's a full... It's a game, ah, you know, it, I don't know how to exactly describe it, but better than saying it's a game, but you know what I mean? Like, there's a difference between a mobile game and a video game. Like, Final Fantasy Record Keeper is not Final Fantasy VI. 
You know, they try to port certain games to your phone, but it does. It's not. It's not the same. Like, yeah, there's, there's, you this... know, there's a couple of there's a co- I feel like there's a couple of different types of mobile games. Not that many, but a couple. And like, I, I feel like the vast majority of people, when they think of a mobile game, think of like the on the toilet mobile game, where it's like, I'm gonna take a crap, and it's gonna take me five to ten minutes, and I need something to do for five to ten minutes, and I can like screw around in Angry Birds, which, like, you know, a level will take 30 seconds for me to pull all the birds out. And then that's, like, it. And I'm done, and that is that is my experience with my mobile gaming. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then and the, it's... Yeah. Go ahead. And then there's games like this. So, you know, there's... And then, then you've got a game like Hearthstone where it's... Like, you need to dedicate... If you're going to play a game, you need to dedicate 10 to 15 minutes for it. Um, but that's still not like a ton. It's still like a pretty quick pick up and go type thing. And since your phone is with you everywhere, that's, I think that's awesome. And and that's definitely a different type of game than these like 30 second experiences that I had just mentioned. Yeah. And not, not that I dislike them, but, um, this is like, they are not what I would consider a game. I'm not going to get home from work pull out my phone and play one of these. There's right. a different purpose. Um, so I guess when I say that Hearthstone's a real game, what I mean is it, you know what I mean. I'm not saying the other games aren't real games, but they serve a different purpose, like John said. Like, they are mobile games. This is a video game on a phone. That's kind of a terrible analogy, but it's really all I've got right now. So you got to work with me. Here. There's like a depth and complexity to it that is... Um... far more than you would see with your with your like standard mobile type game yeah it's It's a game you can play on your tv for hours on end and not get bored of but it's on your phone so anyway uh yeah i love it uh it's great i still play final fantasy record keeper on the side um i've maxed out well i i've kind of hit a plateau with leveling and there's a really hard dungeon i can't get through from the uh elite dungeons um, so I'm taking a short break just cause it's leveling and things like that. I usually check in once a day to get the daily login bonus and maybe do like the optional dungeon to get extra crystals or gill or whatever. Um, cause I do need to upgrade some weapons hardcore right now, but uh, for the most part, like if I know I'm going to, cause that's the kind of game where you'd like to have not an extended period of time, but to play a couple quick levels, like you'd like to have maybe 10 or 15 minutes, I think to play, Record Keeper, you can take out and play one round, and it's done in 20 seconds. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't fit that purpose for me as well. It fits more into the like kind of like longer experience category. But anytime I've got 10 or 15 minutes to kill, uh, I will go to an, an internet connection that's like solid and 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 consistent. It's going to be Hearthstone for sure. Um, so that's taken over my mobile world basically. <laughs> And even sometimes when I get home, I want to play it on my PC. So have you finally, like the last time I talked to you, um, you know, Hearthstone has nine classes and each class has its own unique ability. And then it's got like its own set of cards that are unique to that class. And then there's a bunch of neutral cards that all classes can use. And like you can make decks, you can make, you, you have to like pick a class when you make a deck, but then you can make a deck with like any cards that, fall into those categories like if you are a mage you can use mage cards and all of the neutral cards to make a deck um and the last time i talked to you you know they give you some basic decks 
um, when you very first start the game with basically each of the classes. And then as you play the classes, you unlock some cards for those classes. Um, and eventually, like, you get all the neutral cards unlocked and you can just, you know, you can start making your own decks. And when I talked to you, you had not actually made a deck ever yet, like your own deck. Right. Uh, I had made like one mage deck, but that was only when I I still only had like three of her cards unlocked, so it wasn't even with a full deck available, really. Sure. And since then, you had unlocked like a ton more cards, right? Yeah. I mean, my, uh, first of all, on the desktop version, can't you use in-game gold to purchase chapters of the DLC? Yeah, and you can on the mobile version as well. You can't on the mobile version because I tried. Do you have seven hundred gold? I have fifteen hundred gold. Wow, you should be buying cards. If I, if, but if I go to the if I go to the chapter area, so here's the thing, listener. There's DLC, right? Downloadable content for the game, additional mm-hmm. levels you can play that give you additional cards. You can pay for them, and you can get like the whole saga for like thirty bucks or something. And they're not just they're not just cards either. I mean, they're like a they're an, a, a pretty fun single player endeavor because. Uh, other than these like single player crafted experiences that they've made for this game, the game is only player versus player. You know what I mean? You're only playing against other humans. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so they've got these seven or so, or what, five or four or five or six or seven or whatever per chapter. Um, and that's great because. It gives you extra stuff, but like I said, you can buy the whole thing for like 30 or it's like five or six or seven bucks a pop or whatever. But on the desktop version, I saw you could buy it with in-game gold. Now, you had to have a ton of in-game gold. It had to be like 10,000 or some crazy high amount to buy it. But me, in my like, you know, very cheap brain, even though I would like to give Blizzard some of my money for the enjoyment I've gotten out of this game... Uh, the other part of me is just like, well, I mean, if I can get something for 30 bucks or free, I'm going to try to do that. So I've just been hoarding gold. Uh, as I mentioned, I have 1500 right now. And as I hoard gold, um, I would like to be able to buy these chapters individually as I had originally planned. But I've gone on my mobile in the shop and tried to buy a chapter, and it does not work if, um, you know... If you try to do that, you so, know, I just checked I need, and, and I was able to do it. So after the episode, I can uh, I can show you how to do it on your phone. Maybe it's an iOS only feature. I, I don't they think so. I think you just don't know what you're doing, which is fine. Well, uh, I probably don't know what I'm doing. But anyway, uh, so I, I apparently can buy 15 expansion packs with my gold. Yeah, you should. I mean, you could buy packs of cards, which is like, you know, that's half the fun of playing a collectible card game is opening new packs and there's this have you have you gotten new packs before you've gotten at least some free ones right i've gotten three or four yeah you know that satisfying experience of opening a pack in this game i mean they, they do a great job of you know the screen shakes when you get a rare card and the border of the card turns turns the color of the rarity before the card flips over and then it flips over kind of slow and zooms in really quick on it and it, it's just awesome you know i mean they do they do an awesome job with that I feel like you just described sex in slow motion to me, the way you talked about that. Um, uh, I am a poet. However, I must mention at this juncture, sound engineering is very underrated in video games. Because if this game did not have the sound effects that it has, and the voices that it has, very specifically what they have, it could become very repetitive or annoying very quickly. And less satisfying 
because it is a satisfying experience when you have a guy with attack 8 attack their hero and the whole screen trembles and there's a different sound effect and it's just it's brilliant it's great it's it's so well sound designed and quite um, often the quite often cards have their own unique sound effects that they that they have upon playing them in the game as well as when they attack like it, they they have they have made unique sounds for them and i'm 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 like 95% sure that every legendary card of which there are a lot but every legendary card has its own sound effects yeah i don't really care for those i hate them i hate people here's the thing i can start a match and know within two rounds if i should just give up the match because if it's somebody that downloaded Hearthstone and decided, well, I want to pay 40 bucks for cards and get a bunch of really good cards and shuffle them into my not even fully completed decks and use them, I'm just going to do that. And then they do it, and then they play me. They're going to play like six or seven like golden cards with like special borders and like weird little frilly crap in the corner like sticking out of the card or whatever and they're gonna play like all of those right and it'll be like uh, what cody what cody is referring to what cody is referring to is there are they have also done this incredible i think it's an incredibly awesome thing where they have gold versions of the cards that the only difference between them is they animate on the game board like there's an animation happening in the background of the card on the game board but otherwise, everything about the card is the same. But they look really yeah, cool. Yeah, totally broken. It totally... I Like, how am I supposed to combat that? They they don't... They are the same card. It's the same card. My characters are standing still, John. That's not the same thing. So what's your favorite deck? What's your favorite class? Like, who, who, are, you, who are you playing as? I don't know. I've liked Warlock lately. Uh, that one's pretty good. I did end up making, like, three custom decks today. Um, by myself. I did not use a website. Um, I made a, a custom warlock deck, and it was it was pretty solid. I got a couple of pretty pretty good wins in. It's so satisfying when the enemy has you down to like four health, and they have thirty plus eight shield, and then you you just come back and destroy them. I can't believe you would win a match like that. That's insane. Because <laughs> like, there's so many ways to do that little damage to another character. So that's crazy to me that he was not able to kill. I you. was fighting a warrior. Yeah, they're right? pretty defensive. So they don't have defensive. a lot of spells. Right. They don't have a lot of spells they can get through. And uh, seriously, the last five minions I had all had taunt. So, um, and I got the card where it makes uh, the the uh, um, the dying breath for all characters on the board that you summon a two two demon or whatever. So I used that when I had like five guys on the board, and it just and he just and he his his hand was empty. Right, I only had like one or two cards, but his hand was empty, so he'd like get it. it anyway, it doesn't matter. But I came back from like a thirty-some, literally over a thirty deficit, uh, including shields, and, and won the match. And that was awesome. So my warlock uh, custom deck, I think, is is quite good. I like that a lot. I made a druid custom deck because the druid is awful. The druid is the worst character. <laughs> you know, the challenge the other day was like win three games with the druid, and I literally it took me two and a half days to get it. <laughs> Playing only as the druid. Okay. Like, he is god-awful. Mordecai or whatever, I hate him. I dislike the druid. 
So I'm like, well, his custom decks can't suck that hard, right? So I made a custom deck, and I crushed someone, you know, losing, like, one health and just utterly obliterating them. So I don't know if I got lucky or if they were bad or what the deal is. But, uh, so yeah, I've got a decent druid deck now and then that. And then I made a custom hunter deck. And hunter, I think, is generally considered to be one of the better kind of classes or basic decks maybe or something. I think he... I think here's the secret about Hearthstone and classes in particular. And that they are relatively well-tuned. And they all, like, you need to play to each of those characters' strengths. And you need to make sure you have cards in the deck that play to that character's strengths. For instance, to give you an example, um, the Druid is not a good example because they are they are because they have an ability that gives them both attack and defense. They are uh, you know they're they're relatively versatile. But something like the Hunter, which does direct da- like the only the Hunter's only ability is to do direct damage to the opponent in this game. Like, you spend two mana and you do two damage to the opponent. That's what the Hunter does. So Hunter decks tend to do really well when they have a lot of, like, low-cost creatures that can move very quickly and take a game early. A lot of the most successful Hunter decks are based around that ability because the Hunter's ability is based around that ability. Um, A Rogue, because a Rogue can equip a weapon and attack minions as your main character... They're all about creating a minion disadvantage because you can use you. It's you. Your main character is like having another minion with attack. So rogue decks, when they are successful, tend to be centered around wiping the enemy's board of minions because you can use your character to attack other minions, and then your minions have a free access to the the other enemy hero. So like. Because each of the classes has a different ability, and they're all tuned, many people would say, very well to each other, you just have to play to that deck's strength. The Warlock, for instance, is all about draw power. It's the only it's the only class in the game that draws additional cards with its power. So it's pretty costly, right? It costs two mana and two health. But you get a card. No other class can get that many cards. So the most successful Warlock decks that you see cycle cards through their hand like crazy. Just like crazy. So um, it's a really cool game because of that. Yes, it is. Yeah. But anyway, that's... I was just about to say... That is more more to your your opinion that, like, Druids are bad. Druids are not bad. They are just a versatile... They're just a versatile class. Well, they're awful mm-hmm. as the basic deck without customizing. Uh, like I said, I crushed it with the Druid when I made a custom deck. So I um, succumbed to the temptation to build custom decks, and now there we are. I will pay money for this game, towards this game or whatever. I will, money will exchange hands at some juncture. I don't know exactly when. But uh, money will definitely change hands, and I'll give it to Blizzard and buy either an expansion or a bunch of cards because I'm sick of getting destroyed by gold cards and super rare cards where you spend two mana to summon a 7-8 demon with taunt and bestiality or whatever that skill is. No, it's, it's, twice. it's bestiality is a terrible, terrible it is ability. Besti- yeah. Right, so he's got taunt and bestiality so he can attack twice and divine shield. 
And then his next turn, he plays a card for three mana that doubles the number of cards in his hand, gives his hero plus one attack for every card in his hand, and you can play any card in your hand for free. Oh, and the first card you play destroys all of my minions. Like, that that happens within, like, three or four turns. And I'm like, well, there is no way I can possibly beat you. And I know you've said the deck is, the game is relatively well-balanced so that even if someone has a lot of superior cards, you still can win. But I'm calling bullshit on that. It's much harder. Uh, I, I mean, I'm, they, I think they can win if you play it a lot of times if you play it smartly. Here's my recommendation. If they're really bad, I think you can win. Here is my recommendation for how, how you, this is how I would spend my money on it. If you wanted to spend, if you wanted to spend real money, because the solo adventures are relatively costly. Typically, they're seven hundred gold per wing of the adventure, and they're often five wings. So it would be about thirty five hundred gold, I think, to buy each of the solo adventures, or I think it's fifteen dollars for the whole adventure. What I would recommend you do is you buy the whole adventure with real money. And you just use the gold that you accumulate by playing the game to to open new packs of cards, because you're get, All right, I'll think about you're it. getting a relatively constant flow of gold in this game if you if you play it on a regular basis, um, and it only costs a hundred gold to buy a pack of cards, um, and every pack of cards has five cards in it, and you're guaranteed at least one blue rarity card or better. Oftentimes, you'll get more than that. Um, and it takes two to three days to, to build up enough gold to buy a pack of cards, um, playing it on a regular basis, which is not that long. It's really not. So um, if you're using gold to buy those cards, I think it it probably is easier to extend the length of the game that way because you're constantly getting new stuff to fill out your your collection. And, if you know, it does a great thing where it's got this big book of cards that shows you what's in your collection of cards, so you can just kind of peruse that. Um, and that really feeds into that collection aspect of a collectible card game, um, which I know that you're into. Uh, so I don't know if you've ever actually... Yeah, I'm into getting good cards more than, like, collecting them all. Yeah, and, I mean, you're, like I said, you're guaranteed some good cards... Uh, when you open decks so yeah when you open packs i mean well i'll probably start doing that i'll probably get some packs but the thing is because then i'll feel like i have to recustomize an entire deck oh like once i don't like once you actually get into the game you're going to be recustomizing decks all the time but you'll get really fast at it because you'll be used to it yeah maybe well that's fine anyway uh it's it's an awesome game it's it's the best mobile game that i can think of it's a real video game i i I play it a lot. I play it like You know what's going to be awesome is when this game shows up on your game of the year list this year. (laughs) Was it on yours? It was. It was like the third. It was three, I think. Oh, I couldn't remember. Yeah. Yeah. um, No, what'll be nice is when I come up from MartinCon in a few weeks and I actually see. Oh, we can play. We're playing games. Uh, Well, I guess what I was thinking more is that you can play. And our friends can watch you and know what you're doing, and me not be the only person in the room who has no idea what's going on. I had some fantastic. That definitely happened last I had year. some fantastic arena runs last year uh, when we when we played. Oh, have we? Have you even done the arena yet? Have you tried that? I did the one test version of it or whatever they, they give you for free, but didn't you have to pay for it? No, you only have to pay 150 gold, and you're guaranteed a pack. You're guaranteed. Oh. You're guaranteed one pack of cards at the end of an arena run. If not more, and that's if you get literally you review you mentioned the you explained the arena in like the first time you ever reviewed this game. Yeah, 
on this podcast. Yeah, it's almost like I told you that I I made a deep explanation of this game when we talked about it. This is like a really long time ago, though. Yeah, yeah. The arena is the draft mode. Like ten episodes. Yeah, it's like a week. Yeah. So tell me more about whatever you were saying. Oh, the arena is the arena is the draft mode. So it's the mode where you draft thirty cards, and everybody drafts thirty cards from a random assortment of cards. So the decks are relatively equal. Oh. It's all based on what all right, it's all cool. based on what you draft. Well, I'm down with that sickness, yo. Uh, cool. Well, um, did you have anything else to say about Hearthstone? Because I think I've just kind of talked about how awesome it is. No, I I agree with you. We are in agreement on this one. First time for everything. Am I right? <laughs> Although I hear there's another game that you agree with me has quite a bit of style. Yeah. So what? how many episodes have we talked about playing this game? Oh, at least 20. Yeah, so uh, you and I both finally started Transistor. Uh, and I don't. I guess I don't want to talk about it a ton yet. Uh, I, I, before I talk about Transistor, I will say I completed Final Fantasy IV again. I just absolutely destroyed Zeromus, um, which I don't remember him being that easy in this version of the game, um, but I just destroyed him. So that went very well. Um, no problems there. I have a save now ready for the next time I want to play this game in like three years that is going to have like all the augments. I'm just going to be able to walk through it. It'll be great. And then I am on Kefka's dungeon in Final Fantasy VI. So that will be completed soon as well. I'll basically be like ready for Final Fantasy VII. I'll probably already have started playing that by the time you guys come up for Martin Con. Um, in earnest. For Final Fantasy VI, um, did you get the Ragnarok Esper or Sword? The Esper. Fun fact, growing up, literally... I don't think I ever once, on the Super Nintendo version proper, ever got Ragnarok the Asper. I never learned Ultima growing up. That's a sad... That's a, like, legit. I always got the that's sword. That's a sad because the sword randomly you had. No, because the sword randomly casts Flare. And when you equip it on Terra, and Terra gives the final blow to Kafka with a sword that casts Flare, that was some sick stuff right there. It was legit. It's still kind of... I always thought Illumina was a garbage sword because Illumina's elemental was pearl, and apparently, like, half the monsters in the Velt absorb pearl. In fact, most of the enemies in the world of Ruin absorb pearl. So the Illuminati is totally worthless. The Illumina. It doesn't matter. The Illuminati sword is totally worthless. Pearl is... It probably meant... It was probably called the Illuminati sword in Japan, but they had to shorten it for translation. I bet that is a thing that happened. Yeah, you're probably... You're probably right. So, uh, that game is almost done. I'll be done with that game, I would think, by the next episode, unless I don't have any chance to play it at all, or unless I'm too into Transistor to play it. So let's talk about Transistor. Uh, just briefly, again, because again, I don't I don't want to go too far into it, since we haven't completed it yet, and, you, and sure. you're only a couple hours in. Um, mostly, let's just talk about the style of the game. Because Bastion had some style right yeah i mean i think that's fair it had this like it had this almost like watercolor artwork that went along with the game occasionally you'd they would just like show pictures of this this awesome artwork that they had done and they would have narration over that they do that a couple of times in uh in transistor as well but bastion had this really kind of like cartoony feel to it the colors were incredibly vibrant the world was like it felt 
super alive, right? And they've, to me, they have kept that same like palette. Um, they've they've like darkened the colors, but like the the you can totally tell it's a super giant games art style, and they've set it in this crazy cyberpunk futuristic dystopia, and it is awesome. I think it looks incredible. What I said to you, the one of the first things I said to you about this game when I very first reviewed it, as I said. You know how sometimes games have this like cohesiveness and this beauty and this just kind of like perfection that just makes it like one of those like video games is art kind of moments or whatever. And then you're like, well, let's not get into that. But that's kind of what I said. And then the first thing you said to me about the game on Google Hangouts was, damn it, this game has style, um, which is similar to what I was saying. Like, it, you get what I meant now, I think. A I, yeah, better. I mean, it just. Um, what, what, what I was. It, what I was trying to articulate the way it all just flows, you know, I mean, it just like oozes it. And the best example that I can give is that the, the enemies, um, the enemies are this thing called the process. The game, the game all takes place in this floating world called cloud bank. It's a futuristic world in the sky. I'm assuming it's in the sky. I guess it's never, it's never explicitly stated that it's in the sky, but I, I'm assuming it's in the sky. Um, and, the the main enemy is called the process and it's some computer program that was developed by one of the characters that you find out about in the game um and it's it's like self-evolving so it's changing and destroying cloud bank um and and again this is just an example of of what cody was talking about the cohesiveness of the style but ev- the the process like the the general theme of the the of the process is really like pearly white like apple product white um enemies with red like a red generally a red eye sometimes they'll have like a red core but they all like one will like one will be shaped like a dog and the dog's body will be completely white and then it'll have like a red red eyes and a red nose or something like that and that's like every enemy in the game is a different variation of that particular kind of like color palette and style and but they all look so different even though they use the same general theme and they look awesome they look really like all of the enemies look fantastic i like i love it i I just absolutely love it that particular style so that's just an example of of how they do it and cloud bank cloud bank it all kind of looks like it's all in the exact same aesthetic style as I'm, I'm probably closer to the end of the game than you are. I'm about five hours in. Um, but all of the areas feel really different, even though they use the same aesthetic style. And not only, you know, are they just going for this aesthetic style, but there's an actual story. There's, there's an actual explainable story reason that they give as to why this like the style of the city is the way it is. One of the characters that you learn about uh, is basically an architect and he designed the city this way for a reason, which is really interesting. So I want to talk about definitely more in detail once we actually, especially once you get further in the game, because there's a lot of stuff you haven't seen yet. Um, But just like more about the systems and everything kind of the next time we talk. Is that fair? Yeah, de- yeah, definitely. I'm hoping to have it finished by next week since I'm moving, and once I move, 
it's gonna take a while to get all settled and stuff yeah. and i don't even know when i'll be gaming again so yeah yeah you definitely you definitely need to finish it by next week then so we can talk about it because it has one of the most fun combat systems i have i can remember you know oh, so you like it a lot right it's fun i right? love it i love it it is one of the it has it has probably the most depth of any combat system that i've played maybe ever i don't know maybe ever yeah um final fantasy tactics was pretty deep if you remember the zodiac signs sure i'm just yeah. saying yeah, but that's not an action game true yeah um no it's super great so cool so cool uh so did i just skip did i just skip yeah. Did that just happen? Yeah, you did. How what how did that happen? I don't know, I don't know what's wrong. Is this I think wow. it's a disheveled look it... that you just you look like tonight. I mean it just it has something to do with that, I think. Yeah, probably. So anyway, um well um hey, uh John and I just talked about two games that we like that maybe you would like too. Um those would be uh Hearthstone and Transistor. Is dead. You're, you're yeah, Hearthstone and Transistor. Dying on the vine here. dead off screen here, and it's really distracting me. I was trying to write down that you swore, uh, so but apparently our unqualifiedgamers.com official pens that we're going to be handing out at Gen Con when we do a live podcast of this show together on stage at a hotel. More details to be announced. Are not working. What's not working? Your pen. Oh, yeah, our those pen. pens are not working. Yeah, yeah. So the thing that I, when I started that sentence, intended to say, um, what John said. Anyway, um, those are a couple of good games. Go play them right now, or you're in trouble, um, because John and I told you to, and that's what we do here at Unqualified Gamers. We tell you what to do, and if you don't do we it, kill you. we find you. I cannot wait to talk Transistor with you more in depth. I cannot wait. I really, it's going to be because I can't, like I can't wait to hear what kit of abilities you end up going with. And using because there are so many possibilities. So like I yeah, it's super customizable. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's really cool. I can't wait to talk. Agreed. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta complete it by next week. That's your project. Yeah, that sounds good. Great. Um, and one other thing I've been playing on the side that I don't really talk about, but I played a really big sky. We played it. No, I don't think I've ever even. Heard. It's fun. It's it's a it's some it's a shooter on Xbox 360, uh, horizontal shooter, which is not usually my thing. Twin stick horizontal shooter. Um, but basically, every time you you just die a lot, and whenever you die, you get credits to spend on upgrades. So then you die a little less, and then you upgrade. And I like games like that. So it's a fun little shooter, little arcade deal. It, I think it was either part of a humble indie bundle, or I paid you know like a dollar for it on Steam because I'm really into shooters, like vertical shooters, horizontal. Sure. Mostly vertical. Some horizontal shooters, twin stick shooters, that kind of thing. I like uh, spaceship kind of shooters quite a lot, actually. Um, apparently there's a Geometry Wars three, so I may be buying that. There soon. is. Uh, list. Okay, have you played? No. It? Okay, my friends were really into Geometry mm-hmm. Wars in in college on Xbox yeah. 360. They're like really into it. I got really into it. Geometry Wars two didn't. I liked it, and it was about equal to one. I wouldn't say it was superior, but yeah, three. I might check out. Anyway, Real Big Sky is another kind of fun game. So if you're looking for something really cheap. Um, other G- than Hearthstone, I want to yeah. say I want to say that Jamestown is going to be coming out with a new game. It's going to be like it's going to be like Jamestown Two, and I want to say it's got co-op in it. It's going to have some cool stuff. They've they had already announced that they've been working on it for a while, and I think it's coming soon. So be watching for that too. Do so. I mean, I don't 
I, I know it's coming. I don't know when, but I'm pretty sure it's coming soon. And I know you really liked that game. Uh, yeah, no, that's a phenomenal it is. It's uh, great. piece of information. Yeah, and it's a great game. Jamestown, the original game, is a great game. Yeah, listener, if you want a fun vertical shooter, play Jamestown. Yeah. It is also co-op up to four players. Um, and it gets pretty it hard. Gets hard. At the, at the, like it, it gets it hard. does. So um, Jamestown is a great game, though. Jamestown Two would be great. Yep. Uh, but yeah, really big sky. I just I got home from work one day. I wanted to try something new. It was one of those like steam roulette days, and I'm just kind of like, well, I haven't played this. It looks simple. The icon is very not. Uh, my desktop icon was not very elaborate. So I'm like, well, it's probably a simpler game. Maybe like Indie Studio. I was right. So yeah, really big sky. Good times. Great old these these five point three. K- it used to be a radio station. KDWB. Was that a station as well? KKTY ba- Bayside. KKTY oh, nice. Bayside. Um, cool. So we'll be back next week with more uh, great stuff. I have an insane couple months coming up um, with summer, but I think during the week I'm, I'm mostly pretty good. So... Hopefully we won't miss any more episodes, but listener, please do understand that it is summer. Summer oftentimes slows down for us. It it just does. Um, It can. Actually, last year we were actually remarkably consistent while posting even during the summer, Um, but we will miss a week here or there. Uh, April was actually the the weakest month for consistency for unqualified gamers in over, I think, two years. So um we you know, can do better. We take, will strive to do better. So yeah, yeah. To take heart. Um we generally do not miss two episodes in the same month, long period. Uh but it has happened and we are adults, as you know, from our birthdays. So we have things like responsibilities. And my birthday presents. Uh and birthday presents. If you'd like to send us a birthday present, please do so to unqualifiedpodcast at gmail dot com. It's a good time. And if you're into non-gaming related stuff, check out Unqualified Experts, a show that you can reach from our YouTube channel. We are uh, still working out the concept for that, but the first three episodes are up, and uh, number four is coming soon. I think there's some good stuff in there. The, I think there's some good stuff in there. Yeah, it's some it's funny stuff. There's entertaining so for sure. So there's all those things, and uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter and all that good stuff. UnqualifiedGamers.com. Is that all? That's all. Are we done? That's all I got. We can go home now. Until next we week. Until next week. You go home now? We should go home. Do I go to your home now? Is that how this works? A couple of weeks. Two weeks you'll be at my home. Do you, do you want to come over now? Yeah.